everybody and welcome to an apple a day this is your host apple here i have missed you guys so so much i hope you've missed me too um a little under the weather so that's why my voice is a little off but um let's go ahead and get started with our five minute meditation and i can you know get you guys caught up okay I have the power to make my own reality and do what I want. I choose to remain positive and optimistic. I will let other people into my life. I put my swirling thoughts aside for now. I am grateful for what I can do. I'm allowed to release old thought patterns that no longer serve me. I am relaxed and calm. I find peace, balance, and strength in this situation. I feel safe and at peace. I release any stress-related thoughts. I am confident and calm. I help others live in a state of peace and love. I am an outgoing person. I am capable of stepping back from stressful situations. Stress and anxiety are gone. And peace and poise step in. I allow myself to rest. I calmly detach myself from situations that don't feel good. I inhale peace and exhale peace. I choose happiness over perfection. There is only room in my mind for optimistic and calming thoughts. I keep it positive happy attitude throughout the day. I stay calm throughout my day. I release the need to control the situation. I am building myself up. I am accepting of the path I am on and believe things happen for a reason. I release all need to worry. I love sharing my emotions with the world. I am starting to see things from a positive perspective. I'm never alone when I am struggling. I choose to feel good in every moment. I find self-compassion for myself in any situation. I am grateful for the person I am today.
have friends to go to when I need a cheerful pick-me-up. I am confident and secure with myself. Today, I have the power to do anything I set my mind to. I give myself grace while I am growing and learning. This feeling is part of being a human being. Calm is my natural state. I let go of bad energy. I am breathing slowly and calmly. I refuse to let my feelings spiral out of control. I am at peace in my life. I find the good in every situation, even the challenging ones. I let go of any bad thoughts invading my day. I am able to return to a place of peace and calm regardless of what the day tries to throw up my way. I will overcome any obstacle on my path. All right, and that will do it for our five minute meditation. We're gonna go ahead and get right into the episode topic and some updates. Okay, so into our updates and then the episode topic. So hi, 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 how have you guys been? It's been a minute, it's been a month. Um, I was on hiatus um, due to, you know, a major life change, you know. Uh, I've gotten to pharmacy school, as you guys know, and I basically took the month off. Uh, unprompted, really. Uh, I didn't expect to be taking a month off, but the more I, you know, realized that, you know, I needed to record an episode... Um, I realized I should probably take this time and not stress about, you know, getting an episode out just to get an episode out and actually, you know, work on my transition to, uh, really adjusting to this, you know, new aspect of my life. So, you know, I moved out, um, I'm in my own place, uh, obviously I have roommate and stuff, uh. So that's an interesting uh, and actually really rewarding um, aspect on its own. Um, my roommate is great. Uh, and it's really nice to, you know, have a, like, short space and, you know, not be, like, fighting or, you know, frustrated about, you know, someone leaving their hair on the floor kind of thing. Um, it's, it's really nice to have... Um, to be experiencing that since I've, you know, I've never lived outside my house before and I've never, you know, lived with anybody, uh, you know, besides my family. So that's really interesting. Um, besides that, uh, you know, transitioning, I finished my first, uh, pharmacy course. I finished with 
you know, an A. So that was really nice. Um, a lot of what um, I was focusing on for my transition was, you know, I, I'm in a new place. I don't really know people um, like that in this area, you know, besides like a family that I do have out here. Um, so it's like, I, I was trying to, you know, find, you know, a safe space, you know, for my inner child to be like, you know, this place is safe. I can, you know, interact with these people. They're not going to hurt me. Um, you know, people, it's not going to be the same as, you know, what I've had in the past when, you know, I had, you know, bad runners with. Uh, individuals and you know it didn't end well kind of thing uh, I had to get you know get that out of my mind that that was gonna be you know the norm and that was what I was supposed to expect being here um, a lot of that was you know adjusting to understanding that like this is a new start and you have you know an empty plate uh, so to say so you can really start from you know, nothing really, but you have so much to gain, um, uh, by being here, so, uh, obviously you got classes, you have plenty of people in the class to get to know, um, class structures and everything, scheduling, it's pretty nice, um, don't have too, too many complaints, biggest complaint probably, um, it's not really a complaint, but it's just, like, something that's, you know, affecting, like, how I will be putting out these episodes in the future, I'll probably record them a lot earlier in the week versus uh, recording them uh, closer to when I will be posting them. Uh, I'm going to try to stick to the Friday uh, posted at 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Central time because uh, I, I did really like that uh, idea of having that in the morning uh, when people wake up and start getting ready and stuff. So I think I'm going to stick to that, but I will just be switching to when I record them um, to earlier in the week, uh, which means I'll be getting like the full week. And like, for example, I would be recording the next week's on probably Tuesday or so, Monday or Tuesday or something like that, Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday um, for the episode for next week kind of thing uh so recording a little bit earlier but you're going to be getting more information of like if i'm doing stuff on the weekend because we do get a lot of stuff um through organizations and events uh in the area planned or through planned and through the organizations or like you know unplanned stuff that i can just you know go to locally um like farmer markets or just go thing to things on my own like they have animal shelters over here i really really want to check out so that'll be really fun and dandy and i'll keep you guys updated on like how i come to like learn the area what things i like what foods i like etc etc um stuff like that i would say uh one of the biggest things i had for i don't want to say a takeaway but like one of the bigger uh things that made me happy about you know, being able to continue this is, you know, um, 
the you know my school has a podcast themselves and I also talked with like the health and wellness committee and they were willing to you know uh try and plan or like do stuff in conjunction uh with this podcast so like it's really cool that I you know I could have the support of my school already um especially based on like the cause that I'm you know doing uh towards mental health and you know self-improvement stuff as well as now you'll be getting an insight to um what it's like a little bit in terms of like scheduling uh stress um work life social balance um within a professional degree program because I'm in pharmacy school you know so I think that'll be really really cool to you know get collabs and stuff um with them I don't uh know uh right now of anything that we're gonna be doing like set in stone um, but I did talk with them and was telling them stuff like, uh, like some of the advice and tips and stuff for like studying as well as like, you know, handling stress and things like that. Um, they would be really down to, you know, hear some of that or like me run like a class or like an advice shop kind of thing or like a workshop, uh, to like discuss those things because I already discussed them over here. So I think that's really cool. That's a really great opportunity for me. Um, it's a really great opportunity for you guys as well, um, because I can get you guys even, you know, in touch with understanding, you know, what resources are available to you, not just, you know, uh, not if, if you're outside of school, obviously, you want to have some way to get to resources, but also, um, you know, within your professional degree programs, within your, um, uh, educational programs in general what is there available to you um and that basically leads into the episode topic question for today um which is what strengths resources and support do i have that can help me as i face my struggles so so i kind of split this into like three aspects of like, the type of access that you have um depending on like how close you are to these set resources kind of thing so i have like inner circle outer circle and then i have a tertiary circle which is weird because it's like inner outer and then you have a numerical thing yeah but you can think of it as like primary secondary and then tertiary as well um but how i described your inner circle is you know those are the people that are closest to you so this is friends family you know potentially your significant other um as well but these are the people that know you the most um in and out kind of thing so in terms of like who is your first like line of defense um in terms of resources you know you have your inner circle you have the people that care about you and they love you um hopefully they you know tell you dearly um what you mean to them you know not necessarily all the time all the time but you know they let you know and remind you of your importance in their life, um, as well as you do the same to them. Uh, but this inner circle is your basically your first line of defense when you know going gets tough. Um, it could be that you you know just talk with them, 
and, you know, get stuff off your chest. Or it could be, you know, you can find in them to, you know, maybe get you more professional help or, you know, uh, help you problem shoot, uh, whatever given, uh, task or struggle or obstacle, you know, is in your way kind of thing. You know, they can help you, you know, tackle really, um, some of the harder things in life and you know as I said they're your inner circle so they're gonna know you the most um they're gonna understand a lot better how things are directly affecting you um in all aspects so not just personally you know like mental physical uh emotional state of things but also you know how it's affecting your relationship with them your you know your friends your family how it's affecting you know work life social balance for example um, these people are going to know you the best, and as I said, these people are your first line of defense, uh, when the going gets tough. So, I would say the strength of that is, you know, they are your inner circle, they are the people that are closest to you, they're, they're the ones that know you the best, so a lot of times you get a streamlined, um, solution to a problem versus these other two I'll mention because you have a lot more personability with um this circle um so i would say the next or tier of that is your outer circle or you, you know this is the secondary circle um and i would say these include like your co-workers you know teachers and instructors your boss um people that you have like some type of relationship with it doesn't necessarily um always have like a balance in terms of like uh, power, so like teacher, instructor versus student kind of thing, um, boss, so employee versus employer, and then coworkers kind of thing. Uh, you don't have as close of a you know relationship with them. They don't usually know you uh, in and out kind of thing, but they are in at least one aspect of your life. And a lot of times these people are there and they're able to see, um, you know, how what you're dealing with can affect, you know, the area they're in. So if it's your instructor or your teacher, um, if your, you know, grades start to decline, you know, they're going to be, you know, concerned, hey, you know, why are your grades declining? Like, what can I do to help? Um. Or if it's your boss or your coworker, they'll see a work uh, decrease in work productivity, for example, or work apathy um, or like energy for when you go into work, and they'll notice, hey, you have you know lower work output, or you know you don't seem to be you know enthusiastic about you know doing your job anymore. Is there anything I can do to help uh, make this a little bit better for you, or something like that? Um, and as I said, these are people that know you in one aspect, usually, of your life. Sometimes two, because, you know, sometimes you have coworkers that you can also go to, like, school with or something like that. Or, um, these people could also, you know, go to a similar, um, institution that you share. So it could be, like, school, it could be church, it could be work, um. But for the most part, these are people that, you know, you share more of a, 
I don't want to say just platonic because, you know, platonics with friends and you're in a circle as well. But you have a little bit less of a personability with these group of individuals. But usually they can see how things will affect you to a certain degree uh, within their scope of how they interact with you. Um, and as I said, a lot of times they do have, uh, they're able to see. And basically what they do from there is, depending on what it is, uh, if you disclose it to them, uh, don't necessarily have to, but a lot of times they have um, things set in place so that you can uh, talk to somebody. So if it's at a school, then, you know, they will probably redirect you to a counselor if, like, the first person you told was, like, a student instructor. A lot of times they refer to you to the professional services on uh, that campus um, to get you further help if it is your coworker or your boss. Um, a lot of times they will get in touch with, you know, professional um, in that area. So a lot of times that's you going to HR and, you know, talking about um, how the work environment can improve, not just for you, but for other people as well. Because um, usually because um, it is a work thing, uh, and it is decreasing work pr productivity. Uh, not only can you, you know, not being um, en as enthusiastic about your job affect yourself uh, and your work productivity, but it can also affect others in their work productivity. So from a business standpoint, they want to make sure that you're good so that, you know, the office is good kind of things. And it's kind of like a... Uh, you know, they're doing this, you know, still get our money. Um, so that's why I say it's kind of like an outer circle. They don't know you as much and it's less personable. But at the end of the day, um, if you do have a good work environment or you do have uh, an environment at your job that at the very least um, will that redirect you to those resources, um, I think that's... I would count that as a win, even if, um, at the end of the day, it's for them to be able to, you know, continue their work production and, you know, continue to make their dollar. Um, but yeah, so I would say, uh, with your outer circle, you do kind of have extensions that I wouldn't kind of put in like a tertiary circle. Um, and you'll understand when I describe what I would consider a tertiary circle. Um, so extensions to your outer circle, um, you know, as I said, there are resources that are often provided or they have some type of access through this type of facility. Uh, so this literally can be like through, um, like it can be through the workplace. So it can be you going to HR, it could be through your school, or you going to the school counselor, um, or licensed therapist, um, kind of thing. Uh, sometimes, though, um, they'll redirect you to an outside source that I would say falls into tertiary circle. Um, and tertiary circle is what I would um, say is, you know, outside the outside. Um, usually, I would, I would consider these as, you know, third-party resources uh, where people usually, you, you know, you don't know them uh, when you talk to them about stuff already. Um, or I would say in general, you don't have any connection with these people. 
Um, so these are the most removed from your life. Um, you don't know them. They don't know you. Um, and, you know, that can be a beautiful thing and that can be also, you know, a harder thing. So it can be hard because, you know, if it's somebody that, you know, you don't have any connection to, you don't have any trust with kind of thing, it can really be hard to get into, you know, opening up to them because you don't share any commonality already. Um, and it can affect two things. It could either be financially or uh, trust-wise. So trust-wise, if you don't know the person, you're going to be very reluctant to, you know, open up to them in uh, the sort of way that would actually, you know, be able to help you through a struggle sometimes. Um, sometimes you really do want, you know, some type of familiarity and, you know, with health professions or health professionals, I should say, um, for the most part, if they're doing the job right, you know, HIP is in place. Um, whatever you say to them stays within the walls and the confines of what you of what you say. So if it's in their office, it's going to stay in the confines of their office. They're not going to go out and, you know, talk about and discuss um, your struggles and stuff with just any and everybody. Usually it's only going to be talked to um, in brief detail to other people that may be able to help even better. So if it's something that's like, for example, um, through school, if you s discuss something to your counselor about, how you don't feel welcome or you feel that there's lack of diversity or something like that so they may refer to you to other resources like okay would you want to be on a um, committee board you know so we can integrate more of these changes that you feel um, are necessary to make you feel more included so it could be stuff like that usually um, but all in all those types of things are usually there to help you not just now but also help you in the future so you know this may not be a problem again um, not just for you but also for other people um, so what I say with that is like you know speaking out about stuff um, I won't say it's always a good thing but it's always a good thing to try um, because you never know if it's affecting somebody else in that resource or that um, you know advice that you give somebody you know for an advisory board or something or a committee um it really may help someone that was struggling even worse than you were but was way more acquired about it or maybe they weren't even struggling as hard but they just don't know how to come forth and talk about things like that so you know uh you i think i mentioned in my last uh podcast you get to be, you know, a flame that lights other flames. Um, and I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I think that's, you know, that's even more helpful than just sometimes going out specifically for somebody else. But um, to altogether, you know, providing a resource or making sure that there's a resource available for other people in the future. Uh, it can be hard to get into also for financial reasons. Um, you know, third-party um, resources, you know, usually, like, I'm, I'm, for the most part, talking about therapy here. Um, it could get really, really expensive. Sometimes it's not covered by insurance. Sometimes it is. Um, I know I use BetterHelp, uh, and they did offer, you know, 
uh, pretty affordable uh, plans. I think they have one with insurance. Um, I know that they have one where you can just pay. I know they do offer student discounts over at BetterHelp. So, like, if you're a student, you should definitely take advantage of that opportunity if you so need that resource. Um, but they're very financially flexible with you in that way. I'm glad I was able to see it in uh, that light. They were able to be flexible, especially because I'd already been, you know, I'd only been with them for like two or three months. And, you know, I was like, you know, eh, you know, COVID's really hitting, you know, the bank accounts kind of thing. Um, I don't really have money to continue, but also like, for the most part, what I wanted to talk about, I was not talking about it. Um, but I think it's really, really nice to not just have someone help you with the situation at hand, but like, you know, obviously you see it at one point, it's like, okay, you still want your dollars kind of thing, but how I choose to see it is in more of the positive light is they want you to be able to continue to discuss things if you so need be kind of thing, right? They want to be able to not have money being the limiting factor, you know, that gets you the help that you need. And I think that's a really amazing and beautiful thing. I'm glad, um, I'm seeing more of that type of stuff because there's a lot of uh, aspects of that that will really help, you know, underserved communities um, and especially communities that, you know, are greatly affected. Men specifically, um, a lot of their mental health stuff is not taken seriously. Just point blank period, it's just really not. And for me, I've always been like a mental health advocate, obviously for men's uh, health as well um men's suicide uh as well as you know suicide uh, in general um it's something that should be taken seriously always um and i hope that they you know increase and also you know in the quality and the quantity of the resources available to the individuals that need it the most for sure um so I said before, it can have the beauty of anonymity uh, being in a third-party system. So as I said, if someone doesn't know you, they don't have any preconceived notions of like who they expect you to be. You don't have some expectation to live up to, you know? And I think that's a beautiful thing as well because if one of your struggles is all the pressure that you're facing because of what people expect of you, so that can be, that could be very easily those in your inner and your outer circle. So that's one of the things why I think a third party resource or a tertiary circle is really beautiful because um, you're able to address a lot of concerns without preconceived bias um, or preconceived notions or expectations as well as bias um, for how they feel like, oh, well, you know, you've always been like independent, like. How are you, you know, feeling, like, alone and stuff like that? How are you feeling lonely when you've, you know, always been this way kind of thing? You don't have people addressing you in that way. You just have people coming to hear you and see you um, for the problems you're bringing to them at that time and, you know, figuring out how to address those problems. Um, an example I'm going to give, um, I know not everybody's religious and that's cool, that's fine. Um, what do I think it's an interesting aspect Um 
is, you know, the confessional at church, uh, it is really interesting because, you know, a lot of times they have it so that, you know, you're going to the church, so you'll know that that resource is there, so that, well, it's like, they know it's somebody from the congregation kind of thing, but, um, I think what's even in more interesting is that, uh, when churches do, like, open confessionals, so, like, people from off the street as well, um, or just, like, in general, anybody in the area can come and, you know, confess, um, and the, you know, priest obviously does not know who that person is. I think that's a really helpful resource, but obviously, you know, if you're not related, obviously, I'm not trying to push that on you, um, but that is a resource that I feel like is really nice that it is there, um, I know some churches, um, my old church, offered this uh but i feel like it, it's the problem with it was that it was available like on the pamphlet and the web page it's like if you don't you know go there you don't know to go there to their website or, or you don't go to get a pamphlet um like a handout at church then you won't know that this research is there but they do have they did have for a long time uh because of covid uh they allowed you to phone in for a confessional and i thought that was really interesting and really cool because, you know, again, anonymity, they don't necessarily know your number. Um, you could obviously get, you know, a throwaway number, just call, confess, and then, you know, lead about your day. And I thought that was really cool. That's an amazing resource. Um, as well. Um, but I also find that even with those types of things, so like, third party resources, again, really good. Um, sometimes I would say what people use as like coping mechanisms and resources to, you know, vent, um, they're not always monitored, uh, especially in the way that they should be. Uh, well, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say they should because, you know, a lot of these are through social media, but, um, you know, how social media can be, it can be a nasty, mean, and ugly place. You never really know, like, what you're going to be getting away. But, you know, there are people that have, like, throwaway accounts on, like, Reddit or Twitter or other social medias. And even in chat rooms. But, um, what I do think is beautiful about that is, especially what I've seen through, like, Reddit and, ch and chat rooms, um, is that you're able to get stuff off your chest. And then, you know, you're, you're not looked at as a number you're not looked at as you know you're looked at you know whatever you put your screen name is or whatever um you tell or you talk about your problems you just maybe discuss them with somebody else and you know that's it that's that's all there is to it um you don't ever have to see this person again like ever and i think that's but the beautiful thing and also a tragic thing because like you know you could have just blurbed your whole life story to this random person on the internet, you know? It could be some random person in Indonesia or, like, somebody in Peru or something. And, you know, you could tell them, like, your entire life story and, you know, all the stresses you've had, you know, since you've, like, begin to stress kind of thing. <laughs> and you could easily be like, you know, say bye for the night or whatever and you know you'll never see your hair from that person again but it's a sense of relief because you know they don't know 
you. Like, they don't know who you are. And you were able to get something off your chest. You know, you've probably been keeping there for quite some time. So I will say, um, for those, I would say tread lightly because, you know, they are not as monitored as they should be. Um, especially if you're younger, I would say, you know, parents' permission sort of thing. But, um, it's there as a resource, you know, if you, you know, I would use those more so for just venting versus, or venting and sometimes rather like, you know, it's more like for advice. Um, but in terms of like, actually like feeling like in despair and stuff, um, I would redirect you and say to, you know, contact a resource, a professional that is going to be able to help you um, either through that situation or help you to get somebody to help you get through that situation, you know? Uh, that's what I would say is best for you. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I have to talk about for today. Um, we're going to end it off with talking about three good things. Um, so three good things that have happened, I would say, you know, today or even just this week, you know, I would actually, I'm going to talk about for like the past month. So three good things, you know, um, first thing I was telling you how guys, how I was like, you know, scared. I'm in a new place. Um, I don't really know anybody, you know, I have to make sure my inner child is safe. And like right now I do feel like my inner child is safe. Like I feel like I could, you know, fit in and, you know, have some type of community here. And obviously that's one of the reasons I came and accepted going into the school in the first place. Um, but I do actually feel like that is, you know, coming to fruition. Um, that feeling that I felt like I was going to have of community. Uh, I feel like I am finding that here and I do appreciate, um, those that have, you know, outreach to me to get me to this point. Um, as well as, you know, trusting in myself to not necessarily see the negative in people, but, you know, to give people a chance is a help that they give me a chance and give this place a chance uh, in general because, uh, as I said, it was very scary <laughs> uh, to, you know, start, you know, basically start a fresh start new kind of thing. But, you know, I'm happy that, you know, my inner child is safe. Um, I've had some, like, really cool um, conversations and chats with people. Uh, more on an individual basis versus uh, talking with my whole class because uh, my class is kind of big and like these are the people that like you're with all the time uh, that's how it is for pharmacy school uh, but I think it's really cool that you know I don't have to I like the idea that I don't have to force you know friendships or relationships or force like talking to people I wouldn't say necessarily that I don't want to talk to, but I don't have to force, um, you know, getting to know everybody right away, right now, and, you know, I wouldn't even necessarily say a fake way, but I get to, you know, get to know people in my own time, in my own rights, and I appreciate, uh, my understanding of, you know, that's also a possibility, you don't always have to, you know, 
or you don't have to, you know, just get along with everybody right away kind of thing. And it's cool if you do, but it's just like, I know that I'm more of an introverted person, so I shouldn't, you know, force myself into a space that makes me uncomfortable. You know, I'm not going to force myself to be in an extroverted position when I know this is not going to make me comfortable, especially in the long run. And that's very energy draining for me. Um, and I would say the third good thing is, um, hmm. okay, because I was thinking, but also because I was about to sneeze and I had to pause. Um, so I would say either, you know, today, I, it's really yesterday now, but, um, I had a really cool social event, you know, got to meet some of my other classmen. Um, <laughs> I had a really good time with them because, you know, uh, beyond, you know, being a professional setting and, you know, just seeing everybody as like, you know, students, professionals as well. Um, I got to see, you know, more of their, like, I don't want to say just kid aside, but more of their, you know, human side. And not only was that, like, very humbling, but it was also, like, very, um, warming because, you know, I've always said, like, I'm always a kid at heart kind of thing. I see, like, I don't know, I see things very innocently, very naive kind of thing. Um, but it was really cool and it was very nice to be able to see that and exhibit it in other people as well. Um, so that, you know, gave me a sense of community, made me feel like I belong here. Um, one of the things they talked about in, like, orientation was, you know, feeling imposter syndrome, feeling like you don't belong for one reason or another. And for one reason or another, I did feel like for, like, the first, you know, month, I did not belong. Um, more specifically because of, like, the social aspect and not being able to, you know, go out and like talk to people in the way that's you know gonna make connections or friendships for the duration of when we're gonna be here but um yeah that like like the main thing I was worried about was the social aspect and like that's okay now like I'm okay um I will say though like admittingly um I did come home a couple of times and I was crying and stuff because I was talking to my roommate about it and I was just like I feel like you know I just I don't know it was just like feeling like you don't fit in even though like you're there like you're here and like you fit into like this group it's like also like fighting within this group where's your community kind of thing so um yeah that was I'm glad I you know don't have that problem anymore I'm glad that you know I'm finding my way finding my people um so I have a sense of belonging here versus not only having it in one aspect so with that uh this episode has gone on for so long i updated you guys for like a good like 10 minutes and then you got a good bit of content so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and end it off here um i want to thank you guys so so much for listening in hopefully we can continue this on a weekly basis we're supposed to be back um I'm going to try to keep to my schedule as much as possible. If it deviates or it changes, I will let you guys know. Um, just know you'll probably be getting updates uh, in the morning. Um, if not on Fridays, I'll probably push it and do it on Saturdays. Um, but I don't know yet. I, I would like to keep to the, you know, uploads on Fridays, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I would like to thank you guys so, so much for listening in for so long. Um... 
I appreciate you guys, and I hope you have a blessed one. This has been Apple here. Um, and yeah, have a good one, guys. Bye.